0: Love Talk Radio Hello everybody or whoever is there I'm not sure there will be too many people here today um, I haven't done a show now in about a month and uh, that's not a good thing if you uh, want to keep a uh, a uh, audience um, Oh no What do I do here Uh I can't see my phone now. Oh, wait a second. I can do this. Okay. Uh, It's not a good thing to have a large audience uh, if you uh, don't uh, do regular shows. But anyway, uh, I thought I would do a a show today on what matters and the fact that uh, I think human beings have to feel, have to feel that they matter that uh, they matter while they're in the world, that they matter to other people, and that things matter to them. So, uh, what brought this on? Well, Robert Browning, the poet, said, people live lives of quiet despair. And there are so many people uh, that I see around me in this world who are depressed, seriously depressed, And I believe that one of the main reasons that they're depressed, there are many, but one of the main reasons they feel depressed is that they feel that they're nobody. They feel that they're nothing. Or they feel that they're less than human, that they have been dehumanized, a concept I have spoken about many, many times uh, on this show and in other venues that I've written about. Um, And I think that's intolerable for people, absolutely intolerable. Uh, People have to feel they matter. Uh, Let me talk a little bit about what I think people need, rather than what people want. And I think that may provide a bit of a a skeleton or a framework around this show. Uh, There was a very fine psychologist who lived mid-century, 20th century, uh, by the name of Abraham Maslow. And Maslow had what he called his hierarchy of needs. Uh, he made a value uh, on, on human needs. And he said at the very bottom of this, this pyramid, this apex, were the biological needs. And certainly we need food and water. Um, uh, sex is somewhere in there, uh, but not at the level of food and water. And... Um, This has to be satisfied. If we don't satisfy our biological needs, our homeostatic needs, we die. And right above that need, those needs, are safety and security needs. And I agree with with, uh, Maslow. I think people have to feel safe. They're going to do something to make themselves feel safe, no matter what. And increasingly around me, I see more and more people feel in danger. Uh, somebody just told me today that in Arizona they passed a law that allows people to carry their firearms openly. And so there are people walking all over the stores, the malls, the streets in Arizona, not only with with um, pistols on their hips, but with um, shotguns and, and heavy armaments. Uh, and photos, uh, the company that makes uh, books for uh, Travelers, travel guides, no longer will send anybody uh, to review anything in in Arizona. Uh, I find this uh, terrifying, that uh, increasingly in this country people are armed, because they have to make themselves feel safe. Of course, from my point of view, the more people are armed, the more danger people are going to feel, Uh, the more insecure, the more frightened And uh, this leads to uh, what I talked about on another show, uh, the vicious cycle or the vicious circle that Karen Horn and I talked about. Uh, The more somebody makes themselves feel safe by carrying firearms, the more danger uh, everybody feels themselves to be in. Um, And and the more that that, that bad things are going to happen uh, between people uh, in public, on the streets, in their homes as people are are waiting with their finger on a trigger to uh, shoot somebody who they think wants to shoot them. So I think people have to feel safe. Uh, And people, I think, shut down their emotions. They will do all kinds of things. They'll become hermits. Uh, They will do a variety of things to feel safe, psychologically safe, physically safe. Said Maslow, there has to be a feeling of, of love and belongingness. And I agree with that, and um, uh, I think that people need to feel loved. Although, one of the things I've always wondered about is that if somebody has never been loved and they never experienced being loved, that is, they never experienced that they were more important to someone than that person was to themselves. This is something I've talked about many times. I define love as a condition where you care about another human being. Uh, as much or more than you care about yourself. And when you experience that, that uh, your mother, your father, uh, other people uh, would die before they would let you die, uh, it's affirming. I think it's an incredibly important experience. But if somebody has never experienced that at all, and I think there are people who are not loved and haven't been loved, uh, I don't know what happens under those. I really don't. Uh, Certainly, One of the conditions that we feel we matter, that we're important, is love. Uh, It's to be needed and to be loved, although to make a sidetrack on my sidetrack, I don't think uh, need and love are the same thing. If I need someone to take care of me or I need someone to give me money or I need someone uh, to need me, it doesn't necessarily mean I love them or that they love me. Uh, children need and it's out of need that I think love can grow uh, if you discover that you truly matter uh, and that uh, your needs really are important I think love it's a condition of love but I don't think that you can need somebody necessarily and love them I think you can need them but being needed means you matter to that person you're there you're important you have value and I think that love is one of those conditions," uh, said Maslow. "The next need is dignity." And I indeed always agreed with that. I think that something ugly happens to people who feel constantly ashamed of themselves, uh, and and to be valued as a human being and to be to matter as a human being is again to be held in pride, uh, to be to be that when someone looks at you and they're proud of you and they think that uh, you're the best thing since the invention of the wheel. Um, I think that these are very important issues. Said Maslow, the upper level, the last uh, level of need that he considered the most important was self-actualization. And I'm not going to discuss self-actualization. I've discussed it in my terms often to be creative. I think to create something that wasn't there before and have it recognized uh, appreciated, is to matter. And so, to me, mattering, to, to feel that, that you have value and you're important, uh, that there's a reason that you're here, a uh, reason to be with other people, I think is, is somehow undercuts uh, so many of these other needs. And I think that's critical. Uh, I don't sit in his hierarchy, but it really doesn't matter. Uh, I could if I wanted to work at it. I think we have to feel we matter. To be valueless and not matter, I think, is devastating. And when people feel they don't matter, life really loses its, its uh, value, its luminosity, its joy. I don't think there's very much pleasure to a life that doesn't matter. And so um, uh, to be all alone in the world uh, is not to matter. Um, I watched a film not too long ago called I Am Legend. Uh, I had originally re- read the book by Richard Matheson years ago, and the movie was made twice, although I think the film with, um, with uh, 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 the last version of it uh, was much, much better with, uh, oh, what's his name? I'm having a senior moment. It'll come to me. Anyway, um, in this version, he's all alone in the world, uh, and he's trying to find a cure for the illness that turned everybody into uh, rabid type of vampires, uh, ghouls and, and, and the like. Uh, and what's most important to him uh, is his dog. And when the dog finally dies, uh, he psychologically, he becomes undone. I mean, he really becomes undone. Uh, but there are some poignant scenes where he visits regularly a record store and he takes uh, discs out. And there are dummies in the store, and he talks to the dummies. And, and, and first there's some banter, but you can see ultimately the terrible pain uh, that he experiences, this character, because the dummies can't answer. They're dummies. They're, they're, they're just not alive. Uh, they ultimately don't matter to him. Uh, but they matter, and it, you know, he doesn't matter to them. Um, uh, cast away uh the film with uh another uh uh, 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 uh oh, who's here? hello 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 862579 hello uh hi hello who is this yeah hi who are you um well i didn't expect to have anybody talk to me my my name is diana Hello, Diana. I How are you? I was just going to listen. Okay. You just, I'll tell you what, I'll keep you on the air. I'm and good, thanks. I'm sorry? Hello? Yeah, I just wanted to see what your show is about. Sorry, there's some lag time on my line. Sorry about that. Oh, you you have, you, oh, there is lag time? But I just. But anyway. Yeah, uh, so, but if I, I wanted to say anything, I thought I'd just press one. Okay. So stay on the line because it's nice. I feel like I've been talking about uh, who is the actor in I Am Legend, um, the, the black actor, uh, used to be on Fresh Prince. And, oh God, I could, this is terrible when I have these lapses where I can't remember names. And then I was talking about the it's cast Will away- Smith. Yeah, Will Smith, that's who. And uh, the great actor from, uh, who, who, who did uh, Forrest Gump. We'll turn this into a, a contest. <laughs> um, anyway. Uh, uh, Tom he, Hanks. Uh, yeah, and this is a great movie where he's alone on an island, and he turns his basketball, uh, which was a Wilson basketball, into a, he writes a, puts a face on it, and he talks to the basketball. And when he finally loses the basketball, uh, when he leaves the island, uh, he, he's psychotic. He's completely crazy. Why? Because when you're on that island alone, when a person's completely alone, they don't matter. You don't matter to anybody, and nobody matters to you, and you cease psychologically to matter. And I think that becomes tremendously devastating for any human being. And I think it's really one of the tremendous causes of depression and one of the causes of all kinds of serious psychological disturbances that our stupid medical system calls mental illness. Um, The fact is that people get cured, because cure I put in quotes, when they matter. Uh, I I feel more and more our culture is one in which people don't really matter, where you have to struggle to matter, because uh, more and more of the images I watch on television are not people in in any kind of a, a relationship that matters, but basically are buying and selling they're commercial. And certainly, I don't know if you've ever listened to my show before, I rail constantly against the, the uh, psychological system that tells people that they're mentally ill if they're unhappy, if they're lonely, if they're depressed, if they're frightened. All of the human emotions that make us human, that make us search out situations that, that matter, and that, that we matter to, so that we become fully human, because I, I can't imagine that we can become fully human if we don't matter. Uh, all of these, more and more or less, are buy-and-sell shows in which nothing matters but winning or losing, or images in which you're a machine. The, the whole idea that we're mechanical beings is something that has, in the last hundred or so years, taken over in our culture. The idea that, that we're machines, that the body is this wonderful machine that um, can be uh, fixed, it can be, uh, what's the word, tweaked. And so if you are unhappy, if you're miserable, if you're depressed, if you're confused, uh, then you can take a chemical, and the chemical will help you become uh, another... Did you call back a second time? Hello? Hello? 865? I'm still here. Yeah, I have two yeah. of you now. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just listening. I'm just looking through the list of blog talks and just wanted to listen. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, it's nice that you're there. Thank you. It's pleasant to know another human being is somewhere in the uh, ether, in the space, uh, that, that, that you're talking not just to yourself. Mm-hmm. So... Um, And people talk to themselves all the time, you know, if nobody is there. One of the things that people do is talk to themselves. Uh, I talked earlier this show about the amount of armaments that are uh, on the streets of Arizona. And uh, he lived here in Florida. They just passed a law uh, recently that you can carry a gun uh, in your car and leave it in the car. Um, we're, We're an armed country. More and more people Worry about uh, being killed, that they don't matter. Uh, more and more people, I mean, if, if you listen to the political discussions that are around, uh, nobody's quite human. Everybody's the bad guy. The left and the right despise each other. Uh, people go to town halls. And I guess in Arizona or in other places, they'll be armed when they go to a town hall. Uh, I hope that nobody lets them in when they speak to a senator or a congressman or they speak to uh... the president of the united states uh... because i know a lot of people now they have signs out kill obama kill his wife kill his children uh, this is not exactly conducive to uh... the kind of discussions that i grew up with and that i love to have in which you feel that you matter when you speak to somebody And that they feel that they matter to you because they've been heard. Uh, One of the reasons I've always loved teaching, and I've always uh, loved being a psychologist and seeing what I used to call patients, but now I just talk to people who who (laughs) need to learn something, I suppose, and hopefully I might teach them, is that uh, in a real conversation, in a real relationship, you matter. Uh, You're there. You're important. And one of the things that makes people matter as much or more than anything else is to uh, be heard. And even better than being heard is to be understood, is to really feel that somebody understands what it is you're saying. And every once in a while in my years of teaching, a student would come up to me to discuss something I said, uh, sometimes a major point they made or something I, I didn't even realize I had said. And we would have a discussion And it mattered to them. Uh, uh, And I would just watch their face light up when something uh, uh, that they discovered. Uh, And by the way, I think uh, Aristotle was right. Uh, uh, Most of the stuff you already know, and all of a sudden somebody gives voice to something you know that either you never gave voice to or you were afraid to give voice to, and suddenly it's real. The words are out. Uh, Another thing that happened uh, in therapy or in real relationships where you know something and you could say it, you're afraid to say it, and you do say it, and suddenly the words are real, and another human being hears them, and my goodness, they matter. They absolutely matter. You matter. Does this make sense, by the way? Hello? Okay. Okay. Um, Yeah, yeah Good, thank you, that's great Yeah, Uh, it does Yeah, I'm glad Because otherwise I'd hate to think That what I say doesn't matter to anybody Because why am I doing this Well actually I do this because I'm retired And I still miss as much as I enjoy my friends here And I enjoyed playing golf this morning Although it absolutely crippled me Physically this morning, I don't know why I kept hitting the ball too hard Missing the ball Uh, uh, I miss my professional life I really do and this is as close to my professional life as I still have although I'm still trying to get licensed here in Florida and it's amazing the the roadblocks they keep throwing up and I had a conversation with my uh, own doctor who said it took him a year and a half to get licensed between New York and here when he came down to Florida he said they don't want us here they don't want Northerners coming down and taking the jobs of of, uh, younger, you know, professionals. Um, They don't want old guys like me coming down who are retired in one place and then looking to start a second kind of a part-time career. Uh, I will get this eventually uh, and uh, hopefully continue to do this show at the same time. Uh, But I always felt that as a professional, I mattered to some people uh, who often mattered greatly to me. Uh, My students really did matter. Some of them mattered. And uh, that that keeps you sane. That keeps you real. That keeps you feeling that, uh, yes, it's a good day to get up in the morning and go to work. And uh, I think that a lot of people are now missing that, more and more people. Uh, Corporations used to hire people, and they would work their lives with uh, the same corporation. They would stay their entire lives. And that had to mean whether they liked the job fully or not, that they mattered to the corporation. More and more people now work uh, temp, or they run from, from one job to another, whoever pays the highest. And certainly the corporations act as if they couldn't give a damn about the... I'm hearing feedback now. Are you listening on a radio? Hello? Hi. Oh, good. I don't have the feedback now. I don't know what was happening there. Uh, Anyway, uh, the same corporations, well, I'm not sure they're the same anymore, uh, get rid of their employees. Uh, More and more of these corporations keep their uh, offices in the United States, but outsource all of the work so that the American worker has to feel he doesn't really matter. And in turn, the corporations they work for don't matter to them. Uh, People used to stay put in relationships, both work and not work, I think, that mattered. And I'm sure that still exists here, there, and everywhere. But in the main, it's not true. It really isn't true. Uh, So um, the idea that we matter, I think, is critical. And people do become depressed. I think they become uh, what we call psychotic when they really feel they don't matter. Or I think they become dangerous. And I wanted to talk about that a little bit. Because um, if you take a life, if you hurt someone, you suddenly matter to them in a totally negative way. But to have power over somebody's life, to really hurt somebody in some way, uh, makes you important in their life. And I think when people live uh, not in families... um, Somebody did a wonderful study some years ago on serial killers. And I don't know how many of them are out there, but we keep hearing about serial killers. Uh, very often they're totally like isolated individuals. They can't maintain relationships. Uh, and the people that they hurt, uh, particularly it's usually men who, who, who rape and, and destroy women, um, or any man who rapes a woman, uh, suddenly he matters. He's important, again, in a totally negative way. Uh, but he has power over the life of another individual. Uh, once you've destroyed somebody, of course, they cease to matter, and you stop mattering to them. And so you need another victim. It's an endless kind of a thing in which the, the, the person you destroy ceases to, uh, ceases to exist, And again, I don't think we exist outside of relationships. And uh, the Tom Hanks movie, the Will Smith movie, a hundred other movies I could name, uh, where people simply experience themselves as completely isolated, completely alone, Um, uh, the psychological uh, uh, repair of that condition. See, notice, I don't say they get sick, because I don't think that uh, loneliness is a sickness. I don't think that despair is a sickness. I don't think a feeling that you uh, are unimportant, that you existentially don't exist, is a sickness. I think they're very much a part of the human condition, extreme part of the human condition. There um, was a wonderful psychiatrist by the name of uh, R.D. Lang. Ooh, I can remember a name. And Lang uh, used to uh, uh, upset people with a sentence. He would say, The most important sentence, uh, one of the most important sentences around is both your greatest comfort and your greatest source of despair. And that was, there is nothing to be afraid of. And I won't play games and ask people do they know what that means. Uh, Because the first part of it is nothing to be afraid of. There's nothing to hurt me, nothing to harm me. Uh, And I feel safe. It meets my security need. And therefore, I like that part of the sentence. But why there's nothing to be afraid of is terrifying, because I think more than people are afraid to be dead, I think they're afraid to be nothing. Death, for most of us who are not particularly religious, who don't believe that uh, we will matter to God, and maybe even all of the people who we've once loved who died before us, uh, again, to me, this is a wonderful story. And I wish deeply I could believe in any of it, but I simply don't. So to me, dying means I will exist in the memory of those uh, who still are alive, who love me, but I will be nothing. And that is a terrifying thought. That's a terrifying thought. And uh, I've often wondered, especially down here in Florida, looking at people who are really sick and, and, and struggling to stay alive, and and, uh, relationships are all gone, why do they stay alive? Why do they... What what keeps them going? And I think it's the ultimate fear that death uh, means you really don't matter. You cease to matter whatsoever. You become nothing. I think that's one of the reasons we've invented... One of the main reasons we've invented religion. At least that a person believes they matter to God uh, is a powerful enough force To keep somebody from being crazy and being dangerous and being uh, totally despaired and depressed. Again, I can't prove any of this stuff, but it just seems to make sense to me, uh, as I say it, uh, as I've thought it over the years, and as I've worked with so many people, uh, that being nothing, to cease to exist and become nothing, is the ultimate terror. Not even being dead. It's to be nothing, uh, when I, over the years, the most unhappy, and I'll use the word damaged human beings I've met, were people who were told by their parents, sometimes directly, sometimes indirectly, you don't matter. Uh, people who come from homes where there were uh, parents involved with drugs and alcohol. Uh, very powerful stuff. Because uh, when somebody gets drunk rather than take care of their child, what are they saying matters more? the child or the drug and of course in our uh, dying society we'll say well they're not really responsible because they're addicted they have an addiction a chemical imbalance in the brain that forces them to make this choice so it's really not a choice again to say that human beings don't have choice is to say there's nothing there that matters uh, if I turn my car on and it goes on, it's not because it chose to go on, it's because it's programmed. If I take a drink or uh, I just visited up in New York, and I spent, my wife and I spent two weeks with our grandchildren, who at this point in my life matter to me more than almost anybody. Uh, they matter as much and sometimes more than my own kids, although my own kids matter to me. Uh, in ways that I could never explain uh, They're results now, but my my the young ones, um, and I watch the degree to which they yearn. Hang on. Hello. Hello. Yes. Uh, the yearn for and the pride they feel. They bring something home from school, and mommy puts it on the refrigerator for everybody to see, and everybody looks and says, "What a wonderful drawing." It's not merely complimenting the kid. What it says is, boy, are we glad you're here, and boy, do you matter. Anyway, I think I, I originally programmed 45 minutes. It's now 15 left, so I've done 30, and I somehow feel that's enough. Um, Call do you want to have a discussion? Anything you'd like to say? You are on the air twice. Are you sure there's not two of you? That's a joke. Anyway, so I think that I'm going to uh, say goodbye. I will do another show as soon as I think of another topic that I feel might matter to people or and or that matters to me to say. Uh, probably do something next week or maybe in two weeks. Uh, and that's good. So, I'm going to sign off for now, and whoever was out there who might have listened or didn't call in, I thank you, and I certainly thank the nice lady who uh, was online with me twice, Uh, although I still don't understand why the phone uh, uh, shows two numbers of the same, but technically I'm not a genius, so that really doesn't quite matter. And so, I say goodbye to everybody, and... um, if anybody wants to call in now and have a conversation, I'll wait another minute and see what happens. Okay, uh, I feel comfortable with today's show, and uh, I say good night, goodbye, and take care.